from the BG Podcast Network Studios, brought to you by Chattahoochee Tech, this is your Paulding County News Podcast, bringing our stories to life with news, events, and what we're talking about in Paulding County. Like, follow, and subscribe to hear the latest news from the Paulding County News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. For you. About you. From you. Call us now to get in on the conversation at 404-997-8655. That's 404-997-8655 or info at bgadgroup.com. And here's what you're talking about. Welcome to your Paulding County News Podcast. I'm Melissa Carter along with Doug Harding. A reward is now being offered in the death of a Paulding County college student plus a Georgia holiday tradition is going away. But first, don't expect your food prices to come down anytime soon because severe drought conditions have led to a federal agriculture disaster declaration. Farmers expect a fraction of their usual harvest and recent rains won't break that drought. Rick Champion, owner of Rick's Farmer's Market, warns of a potential one-two punch with inflation keeping food prices high into 2024. The U.S. Drought Monitor reports extreme drought affecting over a dozen counties north of Paulding. Paulding County lands in the severe to moderate range. This from 11 Alive. A car theft suspect is now behind bars after a high-speed multiple-county chase. Harrelson County deputies were alerted to a stolen 2016 Dodge Challenger late last week. Deputies attempted to pull over the car, but the driver, identified as 45-year-old Stephen Freeman, accelerated. The chase reached speeds of 120 miles per hour, spanning Paulding and Carroll Counties. The pursuit concluded within Temple City limits when Carroll County deputies blocked Highway 78. Freeman now faces charges including possession of a firearm by a felon, theft, and fleeing. He is currently held at the Harrelson County Jail. This is from WSB. Every time I think of those police chases, I try to remember what brand the police cars are. Because haven't I seen some, I don't know if it's a Challenger, but I've seen some some police cars that are pretty souped up. Yeah, so have <laughs> I want to see them in like an old Trans Am. I want to see them in a, you know, <laughs> in Smoking a Charger. The yeah, exactly. A $25,000 reward has been offered for information leading to the arrest and the killing of 21-year-old Brianna Long from Paulding County. Brianna was killed on October 29th by a stray bullet outside the Pier Bar in Rimmerton. Officials are seeking three men for questioning seen near the bar at Baytree Place Shopping Plaza. Though not declared persons of interest, they may hold crucial information. The $25,000 reward donated by a concerned citizen was disclosed by the Lowndes County Sheriff's Office, hoping it will generate new leads. A GoFundMe has been organized to support Long's grieving family. Authorities urge anyone with information to contact the GBI Thomasville office at 229-225-4090 or Remerton Police at 229-247-2320. And anonymous tips can be submitted by 1-800-597-TIPS. This from Hoodline. Coming up, a local holiday tradition is disappearing, but was it your tradition? We'll get to that, but now let's check the weather for Paulding County. Alrighty, so we're going to have partly sunny skies for the next few days with highs in the mid-50s and lows in the lower 30s. Melissa, I don't know about you, but I'm already ready for warm weather again. (laughs) You're ready for spring. I broke out the uh, heated throw blanket. So and, and it was a Christmas present from last year, so it's one of those that I forgot about, right? I'm not going to say who got it for me because that would be rude. But it, well, it had nothing to do with that. It's just, you know, sometimes you just 
store it. And anyway, long story short, I've gotten that out and I'm with you. It's like, okay, good enough. I'm ready to hit the pool again. 98.7 Chat Tech, where 98.7% of our students earn a career. So for each of our programs at Chattahoochee Tech, we have an industry advisory committee. Those are people in each given industry that will employ our graduates when they get finished with our program. We have students that are placed at manufacturing companies such as, uh, let's say, Glock, for example, the gun manufacturer, because they have machinery that's running 24-7 to create the guns. So all the way from that to healthcare, where uh, like hospitals, for example, they're running 24-7 and they have machinery that needs to be running 24-7 as well. My program is specifically for students who want to be in healthcare, but maybe don't want patient contact. Maybe they want to be in healthcare in a healthcare field that's recession-proof and they're helping people, but maybe they don't want blood, body fluids, any of those elements in their life. So they may choose healthcare management to be on the opposite side of the patient care. Visit ChattahoocheeTech.edu, where 98.7% of our students earn a career. We're back with more of your Paulding County News podcast. From WSB's Facebook page, the Forsyth County Sheriff's Office has nabbed the Grinch, who stole more than just packages. Dashcam footage captured the arrest of 20-year-old Tanaka Mangays after a traffic stop, revealing open boxes from addresses across Forsyth and neighboring counties in the suspect's car. Merchandise worth hundreds recovered. As the holiday season approaches, the Sheriff's Office reminds citizens to safeguard deliveries. Jimmy Hayes responded, one for the decent folks. Walter Reinhardt said a guy locally was caught on a ring camera stealing packages. When in court, the guy said he should not be charged since all he took was dog crap. He was sentenced to 2,000 hours community service at a local animal shelter. Keep loading them boxes, folks. It could pay off. And Conalita Gutierrez commented, play stupid games and win stupid prizes. It seems like there's nothing more violating than getting your packages stolen off your front doorstep. Right, yes, or your car broken into or any of it. But I will say this. Now, this is not about stealing packages, but it's a warning to parents, okay? Now, I was able to thwart said surprise ruining, but um, not every package you get, even if you get it from Amazon, is in an Amazon box. Meaning, so I got something for my son, and the package came with the description of what was in the box on the outside so had my son been with me when i opened the door to grab my package off the front porch he would have seen what he was going to get for christmas oh so just so you know not every package is in disguise that's interesting and i thought oh no like he happened to be at school when it was delivered so anyway there's a warning for parents From the 11 Alive Facebook page, there won't be a peach drop this year on New Year's Eve. The mayor's office confirmed that the beloved tradition won't happen as the city focuses on celebrating the 50th anniversary of hip-hop and local community activities. But the peach drop hasn't been an annual event since 2017, if you remember. (laughs) So it's like, oh, I didn't remember that. Well, Amy Trapani says that's sad. Every city deserves holiday traditions like these. Too bad the city can't find a way to make it a safe family event like it was when I grew up in Atlanta in the 80s and 90s. Kathy Duro responded, The peach drop was never anything but an opportunity for drunk, disorderly, poor behavior. And Nancy Marie responded to the reasons given why there's not a peach drop. B.S. Just say you're done with the peach drop and stop lying. Have you ever been to the peach drop? I have never been to the peach drop. Not I once. I never went. <laughs> and I've never been to the peach drop either. 
And we've been in Atlanta for a long time, Doug, you and me. You and I have like 30 plus <laughs> we've known years. E- we've known each other just about that long. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, so I, yeah, it is a shame though, but it shows neither one of us uh, were there. So I guess most people oh, well. didn't. Yeah. Oh, well. Doug, I have grossed you out the past few episodes. I'm not going to gross you out this time, but this is kind of a odd story. It is a weird story. Researchers at Northwestern University have crafted VR goggles, you know, virtual reality goggles, Mm -hmm. not for humans, but for lab mice. What? The Miniature Rodent Stereo Illumination VR, or immersive, if you spell it out, offers mice an immersive 3D experience simulating a life of freedom. Unlike traditional flat screens, these compact specs provide depth and simulate natural environments. Researchers even project threats like birds of prey, prompting realistic responses from the mice. Would they scare them with these two? The study published in Neuron suggests these cost-effective goggles could revolutionize animal research. Well, why don't you research them out in the wild? I mean, these poor things are in cages and you put goggles on them. Make it look like they're outside. Poor animals, but uh, they seem kind of spoiled there in captivity. <laughs> Most kids can't VR can't get VR goggles, but the squirrels can. This is, by the way, from Sky News. What's happening in Paulding County? We've got you covered. All right, here are some events for you. December 14th from 3 to 6, Crossrail Grinchmas at Crossrail Apparel and Track. That is on Cartersville Highway in Dallas. December 16th from 8 a.m. until noon, Photos with Santa at Pretty Paws Pet Spa on Hosiery Mill Road in Dallas. And finally, December 17th from 12.30 to 4 p.m., Three Strands Christmas Market on Willow Springs Road in Dallas. And look, I know that going back to the photos with Santa at Pretty Paws, I know that it's a tough job to be a Santa helper at the mall or wherever. But I have participated in one of those uh, animal photos with Santa in my life. And I look, I commend those guys, really. I mean, I commend Santa for being able to handle the pets that they have to take pictures with. (laughs) Santa's a good dude. He's a good dude. Coming up, during the holiday season, we think of fun family gatherings, looking forward to seeing friends and loved ones. But for many who were in domestic violence situations, the holidays can be a nightmare. We're going to talk to One Carrington, who is from Ahimsa House, who not only serves survivors in domestic violence situations, but also their pets. You'll learn more coming up. Angie Chavez is an experienced real estate agent serving Paulding, Cobb, and other counties in Georgia for 24 years. She is dedicated to serving her clients and has extensive knowledge of the West Georgia real estate market. Angie has won numerous awards for her sales production and is a million-dollar member of the National Board of Realtors. She specializes in new home construction and is an accredited buyer agent. Angie is also passionate about giving back and supporting military, veterans, teachers, and public servants. Whether buying or selling, Angie Chavez with Atlanta Communities is the right choice. Call her today at 404-401-0739 or visit her website at angiechavez.atlcommunities.com. Hey, unlike others, Angie will call you back if you don't reach her the first time. That's 404-401-0739. 
When it comes to solving complex engineering challenges, there's only one name you need to know, Engineered Solutions of Georgia. Our team of experts has years of experience and uses the latest technology to provide innovative solutions for all your home needs. From foundation repair to waterproofing and drainage solutions, we've got you covered. We work with both residential and commercial clients, and we're committed to providing excellent customer service every step of the way. And with our state-of-the-art equipment and top quality materials, you can be confident that your project will be completed to the highest standards. So why settle for less when you can have the best? Call Engineered Solutions of Georgia today to schedule your free consultation and see how we can help you tackle any engineering challenge. Engineered Solutions of Georgia. We guarantee a staple drive foundation. Residential and commercial. Hey, we do it all. Dial 678 now. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe to the Paulding County News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All of our feature interview pieces here on the Paulding County News Podcast are presented by Credit Union of Georgia. Let's meet some of the interesting people in our neighborhood. I am here with One Carrington from Ahimsa House. One, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Of course, Melissa. Thank you so much for your time this afternoon. Sometimes during the holidays, and you tell me, One, that certain people in certain situations, this may be the worst time of year for them. Am I wrong in that assumption? That is very correct. With holidays come a lot of family obligations, a lot of stress, financial stress, issues with the children and coming home from school. So with being in the family, being contained for that long period of time, especially in an abusive household, can often exacerbate abuse and cause more stress onto the family that is experiencing this violence. So it's a lot of times it's also hard to escape during holiday seasons. You know, you have to have a saving face for your relatives that are coming. You have to pretend that everything is okay when a lot of the times that is very much not the case at all. So holiday times really from Thanksgiving to to New Year's is a very difficult time in the domestic violence circle. I don't work at the crisis line anymore with Ahimsa House, but when I used to work at the crisis line at another organization, it was always those like little periods right after Christmas or right after Thanksgiving where we get a large influx of calls, a lot of people talking about their experience over the holidays and now trying to leave due to whatever occurred during the holiday season. I guess for me, I see the holiday season in these type of situations, potentially an opportunity for family members to help out. Mm-hmm. Now, if if there's someone who is listening who suspects that something is going wrong with a family member, right. uh, if they're being abused, if they're in a situation, if there's, you know, if it's just kind of a nagging like, oh, I mm-hmm. something seems something's off. wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, something's mm-hmm. off. Something's wrong. Something's off. What advice do you give to those who are about to participate in family gatherings on what they can look for or what they can do? Maybe just to uh, to help, because I can imagine it being a very lonely experience with no lifeline seemingly in front of you. And you're very correct. It's often very um, isolating and lonely for survivors. So I would say for anybody that does suspect that violence is occurring in a home, to first of all, be able to talk to that potential survivor alone 
and in safety and comfort when they're not being watched or monitored. Obviously, don't make it seem like it's an obvious call out. You know, we want to also protect the survivor that is in that situation and just share with them your concerns straight up. Just be very empathetic going into the conversation. Say that you're worried and you're concerned. You just want to know if there's anything you could do to help, if there's anything that they might need. The survivor might disclose that abuse to you at that time, whether or not they do. Definitely just say that you understand and that you reiterate that you're here for them if they do need anything. So it does take a while sometimes for people to be able to speak out about their abuse. But having that space and having that that silence for them to be able to speak up is going to be the best way to go. Well, and it's a process. You know, I think for a lot right. of people, they're like, oh, if you're getting abused, just get out. But it's not that right. simple. Of course not. And so for a, a family member, a friend, a loved one during the holidays, that you should not have any expectations by your conversation, right? So it's, exactly. it's more important to let them know, again, you're not alone. I see you. I'm here for you rather than why don't you do this? You know, like right. almost a blame game. And you don't have to like sit down and make a plan with that survivor at that exact moment. Even if that is if they're interested in leaving, that might not be the time for this conversation. You can always come back to it. You can always have the survivor let you know on their own time. Or you can give the survivor any resources that you might know. A lot of families do have other people that were in violent situations. So if a survivor comes up to another one, they might be able to say, hey, this is what I did. I've been in a similar situation. So just being able to lend that hand and hold that space is is going to be a good strategy and again not blaming not trying to make a big confrontation especially during the holiday season right. you know with everybody there you know it's it's never a good idea to have everybody else get involved in this situation due to it being so dangerous right i'm sure that the survivor doesn't want to put other people in danger as well understanding that it could be dangerous you know i it think for some be. people they may not even realize that it could be dangerous so another resource that people have by listening to our podcast ahimsa house is a resource so yes. why don't one talk about ahimsa house for those who don't know your organization and what resources you give and provide and maybe that's what a family member or again someone who is surviving such a situation can reach out to you and get some help yes of course so Ahimsa House is Georgia's first and only nonprofit that specifically assists survivors of domestic violence that have pets in their homes. We are able to take their pets on their behalf, whether it be put them in a foster home or a boarding facility or whatever accommodations we have a rescue. And then when the survivor and her family members are escaped and they're safe and ready to reunite with their pet after a period of time, we're able to reunite them with their animal in their new living situation. Is that a reason some stay is because oh, of an animal? absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Many survivors do not leave because they know often if they call a shelter, if they go to a family member, they're not able to take their pet with them. Many survivors do not want mm -hmm. to leave their pet in that abusive situation because many animals have been abused by the owner as well as pets are very much another member of the family. They're like children. They're very, very connected and a core member of the, the family dynamic. So many abusers take advantage of that and decide to use the pet as the vessel to keep family in the home and to keep the survivor staying in that abusive situation. How can someone reach out to you in order to get you know further information to even 
if they are not in this situation, don't have anybody to help, but want to mm-hmm. financially support you, how would they get in touch with you? Well, we do have a 24 hour crisis line. That line is specifically for crisis calls. That number is 404 452 6248. But for any other general just information about our program and how we work. Our admin number is 404-496-4038. That number can be um, contacted through Monday to Friday, nine to five regular business hours. And we'll be able to give you general information on our program, how we accept donations. If you would like us to be present at any event, do any presentations, looking for volunteer opportunities, definitely something that we are interested in as well. So that'll just give you more information on Ahimsa House and how we work. And is there a website that people can go to? For sure. It is Ahimsa, that is A-H-I-M-S-A house, H-O-U-S-E dot org, ahimsahouse.org. Onay, thank you so much for your time. Anything else that I've forgotten that you would love to tell people who may be needing to call the crisis line or know someone who does? I would say it's never too late to ask for help. It's never too late to get that help you need. Life is worth living and it's worth to be fulfilling for you, for everybody in your family, for your friends and your loved ones. So whatever time you need, do take that time and trust yourself, trust your instincts and be there for the people that need you there. Awesome. One, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Melissa. It was a pleasure. (laughs) I love technology as much as anybody, but when banks replace people with machines, I had to draw a line. I've been with the same bank for 20 plus years, and as cool as technology is, I believe the relationship you have with your bank is an important one. My wife used to bake cookies for the people who worked at our bank, and they were our friends. But in the last couple of years, they were all replaced by video tellers. Recently, I sold a vehicle and was paid in cash. I went to deposit it and was told my now former bank no longer accepts cash. Okay. That was it for me. I joined Credit Union of Georgia, a homegrown, not-for-profit cooperative that still offers personalized customer service, a network of more than 30,000 ATMs, and convenient locations. Innovation is great, but trust and relationships still matter, particularly where it comes to your finances. Make the switch today. Get more info at cuofga.org. Credit Union of Georgia, the better way to bank. We're back with more of your Paulding County News podcast. A 17-year-old high school football player has died a day before the state championship. The Meriwether County Coroner is conducting an investigation into Brandon Smith's death. Smith, who played defensive line for Manchester High School's Blue Devils, was supposed to join his team in taking on Bowden High School Monday night in Georgia's Division 1A state football championship at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Manchester, by the way, lost to Bowden by one point in that game. The Georgia Bureau of Investigation is now leading the case, and the cause of Smith's death remains unclear. This from Atlanta News First. Checking your sports here. We're going to go national on this sports one. LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels, he won the Heisman Trophy on Saturday night. Congrats to him. He's becoming the first player since 2016 to win college football's most prestigious player of the year award as part of a team that did not play for a conference championship. And also Shohei Otani has agreed to terms with the Dodgers on a record demolishing now 10 years $700 million deal. The Dodgers will be in town to take on the Braves in September, and that is a lot of money. Highest paid player ever in baseball. 
And listen, I look, I commend the way they structured that because he's only going to get two million dollars a year and he's deferring most of it to later, which I think Mm -hmm. is so smart. He is that money is well, not only I'm sure the Dodgers did that so they could afford other players, but also I just think, you know, he's not going to blow all his money. He's going to, you know, once he retires, he'll probably get a chunk of that. So congratulations to him. You know, that's another story. Uh, If you remember a former baseball player, Major League Baseball player, Bobby Bonilla, he retired, I think, 15, 20 years ago, but he still has an annuity every single year. He gets like $1.5 million every year because that's how he structured it. And Bobby, you're one smart man. Smart, smart, smart. It sounds like Otani's doing the same thing. Well, if you're looking for the perfect Hallmark holiday getaway, Doug, I don't know if you're a Hallmark movie person. I was late to the game, but I love the Hallmark movies. Well, I will not admit that, Melissa. I will not admit that I watch Hallmark. (laughs) Well, Dahlonega is the Christmassiest of towns hosting a month-long old-fashioned Christmas celebration. So I have to say I have not been to Dahlonega for Christmas, but now I may have to. And that's why HGTV has named Dahlonega the state's best small town to visit for Christmas with a picturesque setting reminiscent of Hallmark movies that are actually filmed there. While snow may be unlikely, of course, HGTV promises an old-timey Christmas with hot cocoa and memory-making. Dahlonega's charm also earned it a spot on Southern Living's list of best destinations for a classic Southern Christmas. So not far down the road to Dahlonega. This from WSB. And we'll have final thoughts after this. Whether you're new to church, have been a Christian for many years, or looking for a fresh start, you're welcome at New Season Church. New Season is a place where people can believe in God, belong to a family of believers, and become fully devoted followers. We exist so that people far from God may experience life in Christ and become fully engaged followers. Join us for one of our two Sunday services, 9 or 11 a.m. Hi, this is Pastor Steve Flockart. Whether you're new to the Paulding community or have been here since the day you were born, New Season Church is a place where all are welcome. From our exciting children and student ministries to our engaging Bible studies and small groups and events, I promise New Season Church has a place for you. New Season Church, just off Highway 278 at 4457 Atlanta Highway in Hiram. We exist so that people far from God may experience life in Christ and become fully engaged followers. New Season looks forward to seeing your entire family this Sunday and feel free to check us out online at newseason.cc. We believe what comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. We look forward to seeing you Sunday at 9 or 11 a.m. at New Season Church in Hiram. Thanks for listening to today's Paulding County News Podcast. Follow and subscribe to hear the latest news from the Paulding County News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. For you, about you, and from you. Get involved in the conversation at 404-997-8655 or info at bgadgroup.com. Did you know over 50% of Americans listen to podcasts weekly? Make sure you join us for our next episode and be sure to share this podcast on social media with your friends and family. Add us to your Alexa flash briefing or your Google Home briefing and be sure to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a production of BG Ad Group. All rights reserved. 
This podcast aggregate content from other sources for informational purposes and is in no way trying to infringe on the copyrights or businesses of any other entities. All content posted up on the site is used under the Fair Use Copyright Law 107. All audio, media, and articles are copyrighted to the original owners. All audio on this podcast are embedded from YouTube.com and are owned by the respective copyright owners. No audio information are copyrighted or stored on our servers. The court ruled that linking or embedding copyrighted videos is not copyright infringement, even if the source video was uploaded without permission. However, we will gladly remove any audio clip upon valid request from respective copyright owners. Any owners also have the option to disable embedding his YouTube videos on other websites. News and press articles are owned by the respective copyright owners. Where possible, the appropriate accreditation or source of the article is given on the same page. The audio video files on this site are for listening purposes only. Downloading of these files to one's computer is strictly prohibited. They are owned by the respective copyright owners. If it is in the organization's belief that the usage or specific content used on our site containing copyrighted knowledge conflicts with authorized use and or does not comply with fair use as described in the context, contact us through our contact page and we will remove the offending content immediately. Thanks for listening to the Paulding County News Podcast.